Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Low budget live, another, another one, another very special Wednesday edition of the typically Monday podcast right here for Wednesday, October 25th, complete with dramatic music. There's no poster board this time. But it's another one. It is another one. And welcome, low lifers, one and all, new and old. I got the Bocephus shirt on because why not? Why not? Especially with the guest we are going to have. Yes, yes, this is not a Luke Duncan rambling rant. This is a very special guest edition of the Wednesday podcast that we just started last week. Okay. There will also be a Friday podcast while I'm at NPFL for October the 27th. There will be another podcast this week. I am grateful that there are things moving and shaking going on. The off season in bass fishing, when you host a bass fishing, uh, you know, predominantly bass fishing show that focuses on tournaments kind of sucks when it's the off season, but we got one more NPFL. Lots to sort out there. Their schedule's fixing to come out. There's lots of exciting things. There's lots of crazy things happening in the bass fishing world, obviously. And there's going to be three low-budget lives by the time this week is over with. And I appreciate each and every one of you that will tune in. This episode is one that I feel like kind of is just like sums up low-budget live. And the the freedom of speech nature, the fact that uh, I don't mind stating my opinion and I don't care to let 
uh, the guests of this show certainly have the platform to air out any grievances they have, their opinions, and uh, it's a safe space, right? Even people that I have disagreed with over the years and had on here, they have their chance to have a platform, and that's what this show is about. I think that's why so many of you low lifers enjoy it, and I'm grateful for each and every one of you. This man we're going to talk to today has been on here many times. He's a guy that I consider a friend, and he is uh, doesn't always agree with me. He hasn't over the years. He hasn't over the years many times. But I like the fact that he will always speak his mind. I, I like the fact that he he believes you can change your mind, right? You can change your mind. But uh, he also calls balls and strikes. He calls balls and strikes. And, and I love that about him. And uh, we're going to run through the sponsors real quick that make this possible, right? Because three of these episodes in a week, somebody somebody's taking care of somebody, and it's sponsors, right? They bring this show to the lowlifers. Startron, kicking ethanol in the teeth in your weed eater and your chainsaw, most importantly in your outboard engine. That's what you guys are, are worried about ethanol screwing up, okay? Stupid, dumb ethanol. So use you some Startron, drop it in the tank. Pro Guide Batteries, ProGuideBatteries.com. Go check them out. Use code LBL10 to get some of the best lithium batteries in the game, some of the best AGM batteries in the game. A name you can trust in the battery world. They're not a fly-by-night company. ProGuideBatteries.com, LBL10. BaitWorks.com, Bait-WRX, BaitWorks.com. Duncan-10 saves you money. Let's them know you're a low lifer on all the amazing tackle that they carry. Do not order it if you don't want it to show up at your doorstep. They got them just some little LOB jigs, power finesse jig, custom trocar hook with the LBL logo on the package. Go check them out, bait-works.com. I appreciate all you low lifers that use that code. I see y'all. I see y'all. Last but not least, hang that banner. Express Boats. Hot Springs, Arkansas, that 21 foot bad boy aluminum just perfection with a 250 yamaha show fastest whole shot in the game 96 inch beam takes rough water well just as good as it does that six inches of water up there when you're floating around shallow absolutely the most stable platform it's awesome man i absolutely love the boat don't take my word for it go drive one today at your local dealer express boats building excitement since 1966 all right see last week on the wednesday i skipped sponsors i skipped sponsors and i don't feel like that's fair i don't feel like that's fair these these folks are on the ride with me and uh, when i bring you an episode like this one i feel like they deserve to be a part of it and man what an episode this is um i'm gonna say this there are a lot of there are a lot of fishermen that do a lot of podcasts that are guests on podcasts there are a lot of fishing podcasts out there uh, I don't, and there's some that claim to be honest, uh, you know, I, I, I'm sorry. Like I'm blowing my horn here. I don't, I think people tiptoe around a lot of things and you'll see people from the Bass Pro Tour as guests on shows and you will see, uh, host dodge and dip and, and not let people, you know, hear the actual, you know, the reality, or they'll be like, Oh, well, it's too much negative. We need positivity. Uh, and I'm all for positivity, right? We could use some more of it, but in the situation we're in right now with MLF, there are anglers that are being uh, potentially displaced. There's a lot going on. They've formed uh, they've formed a damn 
um, you know, union, essentially. They're trying to organize. We talked about that this week. But this guy right here is uh, – He's, he's one of those guys that really Major League Fishing made his his career as far as a personality, like it projected him, and he has never shied away from that. He is very outspoken, has been on this show. He's basically called me an idiot for my thoughts or opinions because he was living it, right? He was on the Bass Pro Tour. He's, he's somebody that was very quick to call me on any criticisms at times. When all this news broke, he reached out and said, I want to do a show I've got a lot of things. I have lived all of these changes. I've been in every meeting and I want to talk. I want to talk. So that's what you're fixing to get. Now, I want to say this. I want to say this. Um, this man's very emotional about this. Rightfully so, but he's emotional. He's very passionate about it. And he's also an adult. And what I mean by that is, uh, he has used language on this show before that we all use at times. And uh, I use it. Listen, I got a terrible mouth. If anybody knows me outside of the show, I have a terrible mouth. I have to really watch it on the show. Just in like trying to make a joke, not drop an F-bomb. Like, I listen, he, you know, he who has no sin casts the first stone there. But, like, I, I have a terrible mouth. And, uh, and I do keep it in check with the button a lot on the show. That being said, on this episode, on this interview you're fixing to listen to, uh, our guest today, he let it fly a lot. So there is, looking you in the camera, bad language ahead. Bad language ahead in some spots. If you can't ha handle hearing the F-bomb, just go ahead and kill it now. I'm giving you this, giving you all the warning. Hopefully you're listening to this part, not just fast forward and looking for an interview because I have people that comment and go, well, you shouldn't say those words. Cool. That's fine. I'm an adult. And uh, I could have gone through and nitpicked this to death, but it was going to be like, at parts. It sounds like a rap song you listen to on the radio. It's pointless, right? Uh, send it. Send it. So language, harsh language. I, I dropped me a good one in this one uh, towards the end of it. But most of it's from our guest. I will say, not throwing him under the bus, but most of it is from him. And uh, and and he wanted me to preface that as as such on this episode. He doesn't care that I'm full sending it, but he wanted me to preface that. I feel like it's silly in 2023 to have to say that, but I know people get upset, and you've got that right about language. But again, before we get into this, very brutally honest the most honest conversation I think that's ever been had on a fishing podcast, potentially, by a guest, right here, language, language, language. And maybe it's not as bad as I, but I mean, when we were recording it, I was like, we're we're doing this. <laughs> we are sending it, bud. <laughs> that's what I thought the whole time. Ladies and gentlemen, I've rambled enough language ahead, but I promise you, if you want to know the thoughts Actual thoughts of some of the anglers on the Bass Pro Tour. Actual thoughts. You want to know from somebody that has done this for a living and been successful at selling sponsors as one major events. If you want to know his thoughts on it, here you go. You got it. A lot of you low-lifers asked for it. Here you go on a Wednesday. James Mother <laughs> Worldwide Watson. Here you go. All right, as promised, I told y'all Monday... This man was lost in the wilderness. 
this weekend, and he and he couldn't join us for Low Budget Live, but now on a very special Wednesday podcast, here we go. And James, James, Dirk, Bill, James, I even wore my Bo Cephas shirt for you. Check that, check that out. I like it. Let's start. Cause I like, you know, a song that that I had forgotten about in my life was uh, I like to have women I've never had. <laughs> and when we film boats and pros are riding around in your Hummer listening to that, it's one of my favorite James Watson memories. So welcome yeah. back to Low Budget Live, buddy. That, thank you for having me once again. Thank you. Well, you know, you're a fan favorite, James. And I texted you the other day. I'm like, the low lifers are begging in this moment of crisis in the professional fishing world, this, this, this information hurricane coming at us right now out of major league fishing. They're like, there's only one man. There's only one man we need to hear from Luke Duncan. And that is James Watson. So here we go. Man, get your beeper ready. Yes. Or, or should I do it like this? Should I go, uh, this is, this is to like, let them know some big shit's coming. Biscuit. What do you think about that biscuit? biscuit. What do you think about that biscuit? Ladies and gentlemen, biscuit. Biscuit in the house. Is biscuit ready for the new house? Oh, yeah. Yeah, biscuit. Go get the peanut butter. Go get the peanut butter. Oh, you're so excited. Go get it. Go get it. Go get the peanut butter. I just <laughs> go get it, go get it. Where is the peanut butter? Where is it? <laughs> I literally can't with you. I can't. <laughs> what were we gonna talk about? What the f- are we gonna talk about? <laughs> And this episode got taken off of YouTube for animal cruelty. <laughs> oh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, worldwide is here. Oh, worldwide is here. And, and uh, always got the great entrance, JMFW. So, yeah, bud, what's been going on in your life? <laughs> I had somebody today <laughs> ask me, well, how was your week last week? And I said, <laughs> it's an effing disaster. A disaster. Hey, on top of all this, Luke, Thursday, somebody hacked my damn Instagram <laughs> for a yeah. day. Had to pay 1500 bucks to get somebody, thank God, to recover it. Fifteen? Wait a second. Why $1,500? What? Were they holding a hostage? Dude, somebody, no, I did not pay the ransom because I don't negotiate with Terry's. Yes, neither does Boyd, but continue. <laughs> but anyway, that's true. Bass fan says so. Bass fan says so. Yes. So, no, I uh, I got an email look from Mita saying, hey, your gold, your your blue badge and your gold bar and everything else is here. Just log on and we got you covered. And that was the end of it. So, oh my gosh. It was a nightmare, they, dude. Did they post some porn or anything like that on it? Because I didn't see it I, if they did. Dude, when I, I asked uh I asked my social media guy, pull my account up real quick. He pulled it up, and all it was was my 
my page that was just my profile picture, zero followers, zero posts, zero following. Jeez. Zero. I mean, gone. 40,000 plus. Holy crap. Because I know sometimes when people post things they don't mean to, they go, I got hacked, right? Yeah, no, and, uh, I got You I got, got hacked. You yeah. got hacked. I had a, so there's a young lady, in, and I say young lady, she's my age, in my hometown. <laughs> this is a terrible story, but I'm going to tell it because we're here now. She, uh, she appeared to be working in her garden, okay, on Facebook oh. one day, and may or may not have been topless and was apparently, one could take it as she was sending pictures to somebody, but she inadvertently posted those to Facebook. <laughs> oh, and it was screenshot and shared a million times. So she made a post later that night after she discovered that happened and said, I was hacked. <laughs> it was her face <clears throat> with her bare chest. And she yeah. said, I was hacked. Yeah. I don't think you were, Darlene. Oh, I don't think you were, Darlene. This Darlene. Is, that is a bald eagle right there. That just went was, right was, there. That was a bald eagle. Now, Biscuit, like I told you, you watch out, them bald eagles will get you. They will. That that happens for sure. That's the most James Watson thing that could ever happen. A man that loves America more than anybody I know. A man that stands for the red, white, and blue for a for a eagle to fly by in the background of a Luke Duncan, James Watson LBL. I feel like that's just perfect. That was America. But I'm gonna tell you what, right now, if one of them suckers comes gets my biscuit, <laughs> Rambo's gonna show up. I guarantee it, dude. Yeah. They will snatch up a dog. I think Randy Howell from the Bass Pro Tour, I think Randy Randy and Robin might have – it was either their neighbor or one of their dogs got snatched up on Lake Gunnersville and dropped by a bald eagle. Wow, that's scary. You hear yeah, that's happened. Biscuit, are you listening? You better be listening. Uncle Luke says you better listen, Biscuit. Damn it, dog. Start paying attention. So you said your week's been a little crazy. Oh, you my know? God. I, you and I talked a little bit before the actual kind of craziness happened. I text you uh, along with several guys that, I, that I'm that i friends with and just said, hey, man, what the hell is going on when I started hearing rumors before you guys had your meeting? But you got vocal on social media about it already. I feel like people know what James Watson thinks, but kind of your take on this is you could be losing your job and you don't understand why, right? Is that fair? <laughs> Yeah, they just moved the goalpost. You know, it's yeah. already bad enough that they, that they, uh, from the beginning, the Bass Pro Tour wanted to eliminate more than ten percent of the field every year. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna first start off by saying that bass fishermen at this level and 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 levels that play high dollar entry fees, they they get so focused and fixated on payout, 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 payout. They don't think about anything else but payout, payout, payout. And that's not how you make a living in bass fishing. It's not. That is less than 10% of the field can bank on payout of paying the bills. Yeah, that's right. It's everything so screwed up. So what was the question? I, I don't remember. 
But but oh, you yeah. have a point, and I it was funny when I I posted uh, from last Wednesday's emergency press conference episode that I did. I posted a clip of it on Instagram. And I had this guy just hammer me on there about, well, these guys shouldn't have to rely on sponsor money, and if you're not in the top ten at every tournament, you shouldn't be allowed to even be around this. This is actually good for the sport. Yada 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 yada. That whole thing, and I was trying to explain. Uh, excuse me, sir. None of these guys count on tournament earnings and if they do they're no longer professional fishermen yeah right i mean i don't care Jacob wheeler kevin van dam whoever it is those hundred thousand dollar plus checks are fantastic in the bank account when they happen but trying to make a living every single guy on the bass pro tour i dare say 90 percent of their income if they if they're strictly if they report fishing as their job on their taxes like so many probably do it comes from what sponsors they have period that's right yeah to to think otherwise you're 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 being very naive very naive so that I don't know, dude. I, I'm you felt like your job was being taken away, but you said move the field goal post because yeah. my biggest thing was, and I, and I told somebody this last night, I don't necessarily have a problem with the 50 from a coverage standpoint. I get that angle, but if it was going to be 50, by God, it should have been 50 in the fall of 2018 when all this was going on, in my opinion. Yeah. So everybody knows up front because you can't tell me Boyd and his mastermind or whoever came up with this, uh, that this wasn't a thought then, because I guarantee it was. It was. It had it was the, Yeah, it was. Their their most of that thought though, Luke, was that they would have a small feeder system of thirty five to fifty guys to feed yeah. into the eighty man field. That right. was the thought. Now it's backfired on us, and now yeah. it's the primary, uh, primary look for the top tier of bass fishing. Yeah. So how uh. How do you go about in my position? My my career average on the Bass Pro Tour is sixty first place. So in a nutshell, I I'm ahead of nineteen other top tier guys on tour. The other competition is a Bassmaster Elite. When you talk about tours, mm-hmm. in my opinion, yeah. So they moved the goalposts from eighty men to. 50 which i'm really going to say 45 and here's why luke you got 35 in career average and then you got 10 from angler of the year in 2025 that's 45 mm-hmm. 35 of us are gone gone so what do you do you was in the flw world with me how many times did you ever hear and I know things have changed a little bit, and I know I got a bigger brand now than I had then. But how many times did you yourself hear, "Well, Luke, if you fish the Bassmaster Leads, I sure, sure would be willing to pay you more money, or oh, sponsor God, you, yeah. or sponsor you at all"? How well, many you, times? Uh, so many, and you saw that, right? You saw that with the Brent Aylers that that jumped, and and uh, the Justin Lucases that jumped from FLW that had successful careers on FLW tour. Making a lot of money. They had the team deals. So even, you know, Strader made that jump. But there were so many guys that did that over time yeah. because they were making more money. Yeah. They just yeah. worked. So in the back of my in the back of my mind, 
Fletcher and I talked about this. Jason Christie, another, uh, Jason Christie, another one of those guys that made the jump. Worked yep. out for him all right, too. Yep. Yep. Uh, Fletcher and I were having this talk the other day, just talking about this. And and Fletcher said, man, he says, y- y- uh, you know, I, I said, I stand to lose, you know, six-figure-plus uh, job. He goes, how? And I said, if I get booted off the Bass Pro Tour, do you think that I will be able to maintain all my sponsors when I go to a lesser live stream or a lesser opportunities on what a uh, little bit of TV that we get? Um, he goes, oh, your brand's big enough, so probably so. I'd like to believe what he said, but I base my thoughts off history. Yeah. I, I base my thoughts off what it was like on the FLW tour and always hearing, well, Up. if you fish, you're back. Okay. I don't know where I went. You just lost your face. Okay. Uh, there we go. A phone call. In. If you fish the, uh, Elites, James will, you know, we'll, we'll pay you, we'll pick you up as a sponsor and pay you big bucks, this and that. So that's all I've got to base my thoughts off of is, is that history in the past. And when you move the goalposts like Boyd did um, and his, his group of accountants um, and advisors, when you move it and he basically give you 12 months to get your shit together yeah, and find another job. And uh, just some of the things that were said during the meeting was it's happened so many times, so many times on the Bass Pro Tour that our intelligence is insulted as, as grown men. And that's why I made the statement earlier about payout, payout, payout. Everybody's just blinded by payout, payout. Well, I'm not blinded by payout because my business plan never included payout. Nowhere mm-hmm. on the financial statement do I put what's your, you know, what's your uh, income going to be because of payouts. It's, you it's say not. question mark. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. It work that way. So, so many times our intelligence gets insulted. So in 2018, there's a Bass Fan article um, you know, it says that these 80 men, this 80 person field will, uh, you know, it'll be a rocket ship to their careers that the media platform and, you know, and, and daisies are going to be thrown at them and, uh, unicorns are going to be shooting out of their buttholes. Bras and panties coming at the weigh-in stage, buddy. Non- nonstop to the imaginary weigh-in stage. And, you know, sponsors will be lining up, tripping over themselves and blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? That same speech while Boyd's cocked up in his chair in his rich mahogany furniture says the same speech about how this is what the industry needs. It needs a smaller field. And these 50 men will be able to make more money than ever before because of the platform and they're not dividing money up and it's, you know, it's just unbelievable how much money that they're going to, you know, with this opportunity, how it's going to really do the business and the fishing community so well. Everybody's getting dancing girls. 
Yes. Dancing girls on the front yeah. deck. Yeah, absolutely. And I got my hand raised, but you can't <laughs> see it during his speech. And they got our mics disabled. And he's talking about this. And I'm like, that's the same speech you give to 80 guys. A few in, years an ang- in an angler-driven league as well, right? Like that yeah. was the speech of y'all were going to vote on things. And that was kind of the yes. overall premise. That's what I, I don't know if you saw my podcast last Wednesday when I had my poster board. Uh, lines, but but that's kind of what I said. Like the opening speech was that way from the way I understood it, and this new speech was very similar, right? Yeah, yeah. You even talked about how I refer to fishing organizations as crack dealers and us. Yeah, as crack that's right. Yeah, that's right. Got to yeah. get more crack, fishing that, crack. It's still happening right now, because regardless if I sign this contract and fish on the BPT next year, they'll have four hundred crack addicts to take my place. Yeah, and so, I think that's so. I talked to, and I, I'm not going to name this angler yet, and and I know obviously you know who it is as well. But with this APC deal, he reached out to me on Friday, and I said, "What well, do you want to do a show?" He said, "Not yet." And uh, of course, Boyd, we saw Boyd's quote on what he yeah. thought about the Angler Protection Committee, uh, but but that was something we, you know, he he and I talked about in that is is when they formed that and why they formed that. Um, but, but we said, uh, unfortunately the position you've been put in is if you go, all right, we're out of here. And I've said this on the last couple of shows, but all right, we're out of here. You're really just kind of playing into what, what they want as the ultimate plan. Right. Because like you said, they'll be, if they got to replace you with 40 guys this year, which they wouldn't do, I don't think they would just cut it to 50 and go ahead and move on with the plans. Uh, if there was a mass exodus, right. And, and like you're saying though, there's, if they were going to replace it with 40, there are 40 people that would go, okay, yeah, I'll do it. Streets are paid with gold, right? I mean, it's just, it's how our industry works. It's how a lot of industry works. Well, a lot of that, industries work. It, it, and, and don't think for one second, boy, doesn't already know that. Yeah. Think, Timing's everything. Yeah. Don't think that that isn't in his plan. Don't think for one reason they didn't move that fucking meeting up from Wednesday to Tuesday for a reason. Mm-hmm. Don't think that as soon as our meeting was over, they didn't hit send on that press release. At 7 o'clock at night, yeah. Boom, gone, out the door. So, yeah. There, so so many things, so many things. Mm-hmm. It, just, it blows my mind. I didn't have anywhere to go when this all went down. I was a select angler. I paid... Big bucks, as, long, as well as yeah, 20, that. 24 other anglers paid big bucks to be select anglers. I rolled the dice. That was my business decision. The selects did me well. Lost you. Yeah, I know. Damn, you're Paul. blowing up. You're blowing Lost. up. So, and we ain't even, we're not even alive. Right. Uh, but the selects did my really brought my brand out there and I appreciate that. And we signed these things and we did this and did that. I paid for that. Right. I paid. And the day that the Bass Pro Tour come up, I, I thought for sure I'd be one of the 80 anglers selected because of what I did. I'll tell you a couple anglers that did the same thing. Kurt Dunn. You're Scott already a part of the organization, right? You're already a yep. part of the organization. Yep. Yep. You felt like Stop anyway. Scott Ashmore and Kurt Dove, they were part of their organization too on the yep. selects. Hey, guess what? They didn't get invited. Yeah. 
they did not get invited, unfortunately. I thought that was a shitty deal. And if you're going to have a feeder system and you think somebody's not that good of a fisherman, then let them fish their first year. And if they're not good, let them get kicked out. Mm-hmm. So this meeting, that things were like that were said about how all this money's going to flow from people. The whole time I'm sitting here wanting to say, you know what? I make a good damn living now. Yeah. Don't jerk the rug out from underneath me because I'm making a good living. I don't need you to go to a 40 man field, a five man field or 480 man field. I make a damn good living now representing sponsors, mostly outside of the industry over this platform, which doesn't do you bad either. MLF. I bring people to the table. Yeah. I mean, people want, people want to watch. They want to watch their favorite fishermen. They want to watch everybody. You guys are all individual brands. And I would dare say that JMFW, you're a fan favorite, man. Like you are like, and I mean, you've got a great following people. People love to watch you. They know you're a great angler, but they, they love your personality as well. You brought that. I remember just all the, all the stuff you brought to those selects back then on the outdoor channel. I mean, all the stuff you would do, the jokes. and I mean, it was just, you showcased who you were, Yep. And, it, and it's definitely who you are on and off the water. And you got to showcase that in the selects, but you still do that. And I think that they do suffer not having you as a part of the deal if that does happen, in my opinion. Yeah. Yep. And I, I don't want to come off uh, some disgruntled employee that got lost his job and now is filing sexual harassment charges. But yeah. the bottom line is I don't have nothing to lose at this point. And this ship is quickly, quickly sinking. And all these thoughts are me, myself, thinking of these things. Right. Nobody inside told me this. This is just me in here looking around. And this ship is sinking. And I'm trying to figure out why in the world, why in the world are the Invitationals still around? No disrespect for my friends that fish the Invitationals. But why are the Invitationals not off the table? Your first big giant red flag. During COVID, guys, oh, here's Boyd. So Floyd's talking about how we need to shut down the Bass Pro Tour. We don't know what COVID's going to do, guys. Don't know what it's going to do at all. This is not good for the industry. That's a bad deal. Sold six million extra freaking (laughs) over the world. And, you know, you're selling a bajillion crankbaits that we can't even get stocked up on. But we don't know what it's going to do. And we're going to shut the Bass Pro Tour down. I'm sorry. But don't be afraid. Now, I'm being animated because this is the kind of snake oil bullshit that we get talked to as grown men. But don't be afraid, guys. We're going to have, we're going to let you come over and fish the Tackle Warehouse Invitational. The super super tournaments. And we're going to make them super tournaments. You can pay $5,000 each. (laughs) You can fish one, two, three. We don't give a shit, but we hope you fish seven of them and we only get three on the board. <laughs> so I immediately said to myself, wait a second. You're telling us you're sorry we can't do the Bass Pro Tour because you don't know what COVID's going to do and this and that and blah, blah, blah. But you have, but everything's kosher over La La Land and the tackle fucking invitationals and COVID doesn't exist there. What yeah. the fuck just Amazing. happened? Amazing. Amazing. So, so so what do we do? 
I being with Ranger Boats at the time, conversed with some of the other Ranger Boat guys, and they're all going to go ahead and go over there and fish it. And I'm like, this is a bad idea, boys. Bad, bad, bad idea. But I feel compelled to go and throw my money in it because I don't want to look bad. I don't want Spank getting mad at me at Ranger for sitting on the sidelines because I got the COVIDs and the diabetes and AIDS and everything else. You know? So I throw my money in like a dumbass. (laughs) Complete sidebar, but for sure some other stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got all of them. So, you know, and, and, and here we are showing up to fish them. And I thought everybody was dying of COVID. Here we got the weigh-in trailer. We got extra people here. We got the weigh-in trailer. We got people over here bumping fish with this mask on and shit. You got two microphones. Yeah. Catches them everywhere we go, but we're going to hand him a mic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, what? What just happened? So the same BS happens at Malax last year at at our meeting. Last tournament of the year, Malax. Boyd comes out, guys. That's some bad news. Oh God, it's it's terrible. Oh shit, you're all gonna die. Tackle warehouse tour. Not going to be a tackle warehouse tour anymore. Nope. It's gone. Guys, we had to take we had to take the pressure off sponsors. So the tackle warehouse tour is gone. But don't worry. Ho-ho! Have I got something for you? We're gonna change this thing and it's gonna be called the invitationals, and it's only gonna be three days long, and we're not gonna pay you as much money. I was the first one to do this. James, yes. Uh, so, Boyd, uh, is a Mercury trailer going to be at these invitationals? Yes, James. Yeah, of course they are. I said, uh, how's that taking any weight off sponsors then? Is it because you changed the name and went to three days instead of four? No, James, you know, we got high school fishing and college fishing. I'm like, what? Where, what, what am I the only one? Am I? Did I? smoke crack before I come into this medium. I'm all the one hearing this bullshit. And seriously, I got up and I left because I was about to flip my shit. And I'm like, this goes on all the time. And anglers are afraid to stand up and say, what? Yes. That was going to be what I was going to, that's what I'm going to say is why. And I think you and I've talked about this before. But why in this industry? Because I say this, uh, I say this about MPFL, I say this about the Bassmaster Elite Series, Bassmaster, whatever you're fishing, if you're damn paying to be a part of it, guess what you are? Customer. If you're, you're a damn customer. Like you get to say something. Now I get that it's a dictatorship, right? Like I understand yes. that. I understood that in 2018. Like they are running them as businesses. I get that. Not every employee gets a say in the business, but customers do. And if enough customers, like you said, we're all crack addicts, but if enough customers say, yeah, this is bullshit and this doesn't work, then things actually have to change or a business will actually sink if enough customers don't participate. I.e. why we're we're going to 50 instead of 80. Here we go. Yeah. That's one of the things that went on there, the giant red flags. The conflict of interest alone in this whole damn deal 
the fear of saying anything to Boyd, like you make you govern, you're the CEO, you govern, and the last thing I want to do when you cut me off, Boyd, is yell at you and say, What the F are you doing cutting me off, Boyd? The conflict of interest of him having all the say that he had. And here's what anglers would say to me. Oh, now Boyd wouldn't do that. Oh, now, come on now. Boyd wouldn't do that. And I said, now, hold on. Let's just give, let's just give it just a little bit of kindergarten common sense here. All right. There, I'm not going to take Boyd Duckett's word for anything. All I know is he should have been working on the business instead of trying to salvage his shitty fishing career. <laughs> so I personally. I'll give you, I'll give you an applause for that one. Yeah. I have said all this to Boyd myself. No, yeah. I think it's a huge conflict of interest that he sponsors Jacob Wheeler. I have, a, I think it's a conflict of interest. He fishes, sponsors anybody that's on our tour. But with all the background and and, and past uh, rumors and everything that's going on around the fishing world and has been forever, I, I personally had an episode at a at a cup event in 2014 where I came second in the line for a polygraph test, waited and waited and waited, and the person in front of me had two inconclusive polygraph tests. So I thought that since that took place and that angler fished the same day as I did, and I finished in the last five minutes, got knocked from fourth to fifth, I thought, well, if he's got inconclusive polygraph test, that means I'm going to get to fish tomorrow. So I had a conversation with some other anglers that are competing. Not, I didn't have this conversation with bass fan i didn't have this conversation with sponsors i didn't have this conversation with the guy asking me if i had any spare change at the gas station low button didn't, didn't exist then didn't exist nobody lbl wasn't around then that's right i had zero conversation with anybody except the same anglers that i was fishing against that they're like you good watson i said i'm good i'm gonna get i can get another day of tv good deal man good deal and uh, where'd you finish? I said, fifth. And they, they said, no, you got to finish fourth. And I said, "There." I said, trust me, the guy in front of me, things didn't go well. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to get to fish. All right. So I wait. I called. The, the, after that, I'm calling Boyd, calling Gary. Neither one of them taking my call. I see him in the parking lot. I go outside. And I'm not exaggerating. I'm not making this shit up. I walk out towards them. One goes this way. One goes that way. They're like, hey, no, we got time. We got time. We gotta, gotta go. We gotta go. They knew I was pissed. They knew I was on their trail to talk about what's going on. So later that night, I went to the meeting, sat down at this meeting. That wasn't for me. It was for the next day of competition. When it was done, I asked Boyd about it. He said he didn't know what I was talking about. Next thing I know, I'm in my truck and I'm driving back to Missouri. A week later, I get an email from Gary saying, James due to your uh, actions at this event, we're going to find you $4,000. I said, $4, on, what, what? on what grounds? For what? I'm like, what in the world? I'm reading on. 
we're, this fine is $4,000 because you have breached your confidentiality agreement that you signed this year with us. So I picked up the phone trying to call Boyd. No answer. Won't call me back. No answer. Won't call me. Won't talk to me. I talked to uh, Don Rucks. I talked to uh, all sorts of people. Not Boyd. Because Boyd's, Boyd's, Boyd's off limits. Boyd's not available. Boyd's so mad at me for what I did that when he did talk to me one year later about it, when we're on our way to go fish a, a, a select event at Lake Hamilton or or somewhere in Hot Springs, Washita, I got a call from another inside angler in the thing that writes checks and stuff, secretary. And uh, so James, he says, uh, we're going to assess you that fine. And I said, wait, I had a verbal appeal. What, how about that? I said, you guys are giving me the death sentence for, for a speeding ticket here. He said, nah, no appeal, no appeal. And I said, you've got to be shitting me. I said, you're going to find me $4,000 for that. And I said, besides that, I didn't talk to anybody that didn't sign the same, the same confidentiality agreement. So let's get an attorney involved in this. Oh, now James. And I said, no, not all, all now James. I said, okay, how do you intend on me paying this $4,000? He said, we're going to take, don't worry, don't worry. We're going to take it out of future earnings. I said, okay, future earnings. I said, okay, what, what are you thinking? $500 an event? What? No, no, we're going to take 2000 from this. That's your show up money. We're going to take 2000 from your other select event, which is my show money. We're going to take it out of that. So I'm going to go do these two events for free, which, by the way, I'm pretty sure I was the most recognized angler in a select field for my shenanigans. So I'm going to make them some great-ass television and not get paid for it. And then finally get a call back from Boyd to tell me how ashamed of uh, he was of me that I could have ruined this angler's career, that I could have brought shame and, and discontent and stuff towards the league with my actions that nobody is worthy of losing their career over something as such. And I'm like, well, the angler that did it should be concerned about his career, not, not my actions. And I said, my intentions wasn't to ruin anybody's career or a television show. It's up to you and editing to figure out how to unfuck that. Yeah. Not me. Yeah. Not me. So, I hope you put a disclaimer at the beginning of the show that James cusses too much. And if you're offended, don't watch it. Listen, I'm having a really hard time not joining in. <laughs> yeah. I'm, hey, I'm, you know me? And, I'll, and I'll drop plenty on here. And we're good. It's slow budget live, buddy. Slow budget I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you, I'm rolling here that, that this is all, this is what we have to endure and we have to pull the rope in the same direction. And for God's sake, if I hear that statement ever again in my life, I'm going to go up to that, whoever that is, and club them over the head. With the next thing, knowledge. yeah, the next thing, if I ever hear again, is we're here to grow the sport. <laughs> to grow the sport. What does that mean? Dude, am I out here trying to get people hooked on bass fishing? Because I do that. I'm growing the sport. But are you trying to tell me that when I go talk to these high schoolers, and, and which I do a lot or used to before COVID a lot 
and encourage them to fish and team trails and through the B. Hey, sign up your best bank for your buck is what the BFLs because you don't have to have a boat. You have to show up with some rods and reels and you get to learn about a lake from different guys. I was a big, big advocate for that. But I asked these kids, what do you want to do when you, when you get out all this? And these kids that have been actively involved in fishing clubs, well, what, what do you think they want to be Luke? Pros man. Pros. Pros. Just like you, James. Yeah. Just like my dad wanted to be. That's all I ever did. It's in my yearbook. I'm going to be a professional bass fisherman. It's in my yearbook. For Christ's sake, I wanted to be that. These kids want to be it. And now you're telling me there's 30 less spots for that opportunity. So how are we growing the sport? Don't even get me started on the conservation side of things. Catch, weigh, and release. Look at this bass. I don't have to take it back to weigh in and let it bump up against my Chargers immaculate oxygenated oxygenator live wells from TH Marine all the way back 90 mile run. We're looking at my beautiful Charger boat and how it handled so well with my Mercury pushing it up and down the fucking lake. I mean, don't tell me that. And then you have not one, not two, but three, three, three other tournament trails that catch, take them back and weigh them in. What? Can you contradict yourselves anymore? Dude, if there was ever anything, anything that was more comical to me, because long before, well, actually before low budget was on YouTube, I actually did a podcast. You can go back and find it on the audio side of it. But, and I got, so I remember uh, Mark Jeffries from Bass Talk Live reaching out to me at the time to see if I wanted to come on and give my opinion. And I was like, well, I just did it on the podcast that I have, Mark. But I, but I talked about, I was just so offended by the fact that they had to, and Ott was in the commercial, no offense to Ott at all, but Ott's in the commercial and it's like, MLF, we tongue kiss these bass and pet them and then send them back and also take them to Logan's Roadhouse. And, you know, it was just so stupid. And then they, but in the commercial, it was like, typical tournament fishing. And it's like making tournament guys look like devils. They're like stomping on bass. Call floats in their mouth, which, by the way, were TH Marine products who, uh, I don't know, were fucking sponsors of Major Exactly. That exactly. All, but I, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I miss my, I miss my, I miss my bleep. But seriously, I was like, that was year one. That was the 2019. They kept running that commercial, running that commercial, running that commercial. And then what did they do at the end of 2019? Buy three tournament trails. Yeah. <laughs> Where you put bass in the live well like we always have. And I'm like, wait a second. And, and look, thank God in life you're allowed to change your mind. Yeah. I get it. But it's the arrogance level. And like you're saying, they think you're ignorant. They think the fans are ignorant. They think they think the people in the industry are ignorant and that they've got it all figured out. And and their master plan is needs to be the only master plan. And it's just like, what? But that one made me laugh so hard, man. It still does. It's, nice. yeah. it's hilarious to me. Yeah. It, it, this is my platform, folks. I'm going to fish the BPT again this year, and I want everybody that listens to this podcast to tune in and watch me. Yep. When the camera gets on me, I'm going to give you a good time. Yeah, guaranteed. I'm going to give you a good time. That's what I'm here for. And that's all I ever asked from for this league. And I had to fight, claw, rape, and pillage to get everything that I got. They, since day one, 
They had a great opportunity in front of them. I disagreed with this. I said something about it. They made the cups that made us famous and got the trail set up. They made them qualifiers. Mm -hmm. They made them qualifiers. And I'm like, wait a second. They have never been qualifiers before. Why in the world? And Marty Stone and I always had great conversation and we're allowed to disagree with each other and still be the best of buddies. Marty disagreed with me on this. He said that, James, he says, these are going to be the best cups ever because these guys are fishing better than anybody right now. And the the competition level and the amount of the drive and stuff that these guys have got is just going to make the best show ever. And I said, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's just going to have the guys that are having a bad year or a guy that has a bad tournament. He has a good tournament one, but a bad tournament two and a good tournament three and a bad tournament four. And he misses this. He misses this thing that you're trying to tell the folks at home to follow, which is nearly impossible. Yeah. Okay. If not impossible, why don't you just make it the Bass Pro Tour? And all 80 guys in this field are also a second tour angler on major league fishing, just like we were before. Don't make them qualifiers. Don't confuse the population. Don't confuse me for crying out loud. I'm simple. You know, but they, they, they st- stupid. It's just stupid stuff after in, in the amount that they would listen to anglers and the, the, the biggest thing that they got right now and they have for a few years is there was a very popular anglers that pushed and pushed and said and fought and said, we got to go back to a five fish limit. And by golly, if you don't, I might just leave you. We're leaving, yeah. We're leaving. If you don't do this, Boyd, we're leaving. Go to five fish. And I said, bad idea, boys. Let's let's just let's go this guerrilla marketing. This is how I got the money in my pocket to go spend it and waste it. Bass fishing was simple guerrilla marketing. You don't go and run a radio ad for a week or a month and think that you're going to get any results out of it. You have to have a consistent plan to run that commercial or that radio spot every day for a year before you ever see a dollar out of it. And what's major league fishing do every 30 minutes, change it, just change it for what reason? Because you've got a bunch of anglers who don't have a bit of sense when it comes to business telling you that that's what their fans want to see. Bullshit. We have people that didn't, know anything about bass fishing watching us that clicked off this year and Jim Wilburn himself said our ratings were down the five fish limit. That's why it wasn't brought to a vote or even brought to our attention until we're almost done with the meeting. And then they tell us we're going to catch wave release all you can catch. Nobody, nobody saw that coming. Yeah. You know, you know why they made that decision because they saw the ratings in the shitter. Oh yeah. Obviously. I predicted that. So what else have I predicted? What else? Have, what am I, am I just jumping up and down? Did you predict, saying, that, uh, did you predict that more cheaters would happen this year? <laughs> we talked after did, that. Right? I think we hit a podcast after the, the, uh, the no look cheating that went on this year. All right. I, I got, Hey, now I got my side of that. Daniel Fennell fessed up and, and not fessed up, but come to the table and said, director. on him. That yeah. was on 
I believe that. When these anglers are given I think it's shady as hell. Yeah. If you're give if you give any of these anglers a crack to, to just oh, yeah. the, the most narrow place to skip that jig, they're gonna skip it. They are. They are. And if you think if you if you think there ain't gonna be some desperate individuals in 2024. Woo. Have you even thought about that, Luke? No, I haven't. No, but the, I mean, you saying that, like the desperation. I did a podcast this year that was titled "The Desperation Level in, in Bass Fishing Is at an All High Time High," and that and that doesn't even remotely get close to what it'll be next year. Yeah, it, 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 it's not. So instead of somebody coming up to you at the gas station, you're sitting there, you're pumping your boat full of gas, cheap gas too, by the way, and <laughs> the old boy's telling you how good to frog bite in is instead of you saying oh buddy i appreciate it but hey don't give me any more i can't i can't be listening to that stuff and you know you lean back now everybody's going to be leaning forward and they got hearing mm-hmm. problem they're not sure got any more they, frog tips <laughs> yeah i'm not sure if i can hear you talking about what frog, frog? what no way <laughs> don't you think that ain't gonna happen oh yeah more than it already does, yeah, 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 for sure. What do you, uh, what do you think the odds are? Because we got this angler protection committee deal that has started. I mean, what are the odds of getting sixty guys say to organize and not sign a contract in bass fishing? Slim really? to none. Yeah, yeah. Slim to none. Couple of the guys that are are uh, ramrodding this deal you know, said, said that they, they think that they got 60 guys already. I've talked to one of the guys that uh, is doing, is running it or helping the main ramrodder. And I told him, I said, I said, I have not heard from my angler representative. So can you tell me what's going on? And I talked to six other guys in the last three days, five of the six guys, have not heard from their angler representative and they don't know what's going on. So what's that tell me? Yeah. It's hard to organize when you can't organize. You know what I mean? If I don't know, I'm going to assume my buddy doesn't know either. That's right. That's so, right. you know, it just, I, I, we, we need some more time to look at our contracts. We got contracts sitting on our computer right now. Hell, I got emailed last night. What, eight, you know, seven days, something like that. Yeah, yeah. pretty much a week from right the now. Deposits are due. You know, for all of you people that are listening and think that we have not been paying entry fees, we have been. We only got by on entry fees for a year and a half. One, yeah, I was going to say one yeah. year or so. COVID, COVID struck. COVID struck, and then then you know we had to shut that down because COVID. COVID chases the top tour. 10 times better than it chases the tour below it. It I don't, I don't mean disrespect for the invitational guys. None at all. I know that. But, but Luke, we don't need that tournament trail to be the feeder system into the Bass Pro Tour. I'll the say Toyota. this. I'll say this. I'll tell you what they didn't need. This is Luke talking. Nobody else, obviously. This is what they didn't need. And I probably already said this in the last couple of weeks, but last couple of episodes. They never needed to buy FLW. Never needed to buy FLW when they did. They wanted to buy it. 
five years from now when things are settled out and they know what in the hell they're actually doing? Maybe. They never needed to buy FLW one year into the Bass Pro Tour because all the time, energy, and effort needed to be spent on making sure this grand product that was being presented to you guys, to the industry that was going to take Bassmaster down, they needed time to figure it the hell out, right? And well said. they just went and bought FLW because they automatically needed a feeder system. Why, James? Why do they need a feeder system? Oh, because they were going to drop out the bottom 10. That never happened until when? 2022. Right. Right. What? Yeah. Why did you need it? <laughs> yeah. You didn't need it. Yep. I mean, it's, it's silly. Yep. And my, my buddy, Mike McClellan, done. Yep. Absolutely. Many, yeah, time classic, many time classic qualifier, eight time tour level wins. I mean, yeah. done. Got Representative. He's, he's got the McStick, the McSpro, the McFlopper, the McPopper, the McJogger. The damn ice cream sponsor, dude. Andy's yeah. frozen custard. Like Mike, Mike McClellan is a living legend in the sport of bass fishing. Yep. I will fight anybody over that. And, yep. and I've already said this on here, but he got hosed. He got hosed. He's an owner. He's one of the original guys and got hosed while nobody else did. He had three. He had three bad years. Three bad years. And I hate. I hated it for him. I hate it for him. Yeah. I hate it for the thirty-five guys. Me probably being one of them. I hate it for us because I fought, clawed, killed to maintain my status in this tour. And trust me, anybody listen to this, trust me. If you think you fish against a tough group of guys, true, I, I, I won't argue with that. But I can tell you, I fish against a top group of guys that day in and day out absolutely cave your head in. No doubt. And no. I've made a career surviving. Surviving. Yep. I earned my place here. I deserve to be here. I deserve to stay here. I deserve to represent the companies, great companies like General Tire and Black Rifle Coffee and Black Rain Ordnance and Ferguson and stuff. I deserve to be here. And I don't want to lose my job over mismanagement when they got an easy solution and you can't tell me you can't do it. It's just pure laziness on Boyd's part. The path of least resistance. Why is it the top tour is always the one taking the blunt of this industry or of this league? Why? Why is it? I don't well, understand. It was why, why it started, right? The 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 top tier guys were why the whole thing started. That's that is the confusing part. And like I yeah. said, I, I don't know if this was his plan, but I got to think he wanted it at fifty. I mean, my God, Jerry McKinnis had the elite fifties, right? Yep. That was McKinnis's brainchild because he could cover 50 boats better. They were great events. That's been kind of a number that's been thrown around, even on the Elite Series at times, right, after the split. I know that conversations have been had. So I would say this has damn sure been a plan all along that, or, or a vision that he would like to get to. And I think if things aren't going well, it just set up, uh, set up you know, really good for it now, obviously. But yeah. to me, if you're not succeeding, I think you and I may have said this on a phone call to each other, but if you're not succeeding right now, after the three years of this COVID boom and yep. the boat fishing electronics tackle industry, what we've seen, if you're not succeeding now, it's going to be hard to imagine that five years from now, it's going to be that much better. Right. right. I mean, that's just, uh, 
Dude, I want to ask you this because I know you'll give me your honest opinion. And you just and you just went on a pretty good speech about about being there. But you will see these comments. You will see these comments. I've seen them um, when people say, "Well," because I've I've had I've seen it in my YouTube comments. I've seen it on MLF posts, different things. Most people are very shocked that this is happening, and they're like, "Screw Boyd, screw MLF. This is bullcrap." But you will get the occasional devil's advocate of, "Well, if I don't perform in my job, I get fired." Yeah, I'm performing my job, but I don't think that's fair in a sense of if you don't perform, you do have guidelines in every job, right? That's right. Like, you know the guidelines, but what you're saying is those field goal post move, the guidelines change. I mean, is that would would that be not to put words in your mouth, but yeah. what would you say to oh. those comments of, well, if I don't perform, I I don't get to feed my family. I'd well, find another job. They're they're they're. I hear what they're saying, and there is. There's some logic in that, but it doesn't apply to this situation. It just doesn't apply. Yeah. When I knew when it's always been, if you finish 65th or 66 in angle of the year points, those people from 66 to 80th, you get looked at. And what that means is they look at your career average and you guys are the ones that are on the chopping block. So yeah, I've, being able to avoid getting looked at for I've only been looked at one time last year. I had a terrible year last year. This year I started out with another terrible year and I thought I'm going to get chopped if I don't do something. And I'd salvaged my year and ended up finishing like in the fifties. So I didn't get looked at. So I still maintain my job. So most of those people that make those comments probably only watch Jacob Wheeler and Dakota Ebear and Edwin Evers and not, yeah. you know, and, and can I compete against those guys? Yeah, I can. Cause you have, do they beat me nine and point nine times out of 10? Yeah, they do. But guess what? I'm still a representative for black rifle coffee. I'm still a representative for general tire. I'm still on that field getting paid. Yeah. Play. You they know, see value in James Watson being on the Bass Pro Tour, right? I mean, they do. Yeah. And I don't want to lose my job because you just changed the rules. And yeah. you just said that it'll be, again, garbage that spoke. It'll be, it'll be unreal what these 50 guys will make. And I'm <laughs> thinking to myself, I can name a handful of anglers, no disrespect, that are not going to go do more shows are not going to do more sports shows or tank uh, talk or anything like that, nor are they going to go get another sponsor or because there's less anglers. (laughs) Yeah. Or do anything that they're doing differently than right now. Yeah. I got to do a lot more than the guys that catch them real super well. So, I work super hard to make the money that I'm making. Now there's anglers right now fishing at Toledo Bend. Two of them on the Bass Pro Tour fishing right now, practicing because they have the time to do that. I talked to another one yesterday. It was a Chowan River putting in, going to go take a look at it, doing his job. I'm telling you right now, I ain't doing that. I don't, not this week. I can't. I'm building a house. I got yeah. other things going on, closing on my real estate office. I got other things doing. Is my fishing career important to me? Yes, it is. 
Do I do enough to do well in it to stay alive? Yes, I do. And I deserve to be there. I love it, man. I love it. And I, and I think you deserve to be there. And I think my whole point last week on the podcast was you guys rode into battle, man, period. This was, and, and this show really took off because of my opinions on everything and how I was, how my opinions were received by, you know, the, the likes of like a Jim Wilburn, obviously, but, but there were so many of you guys and, and you and I are, I mean, we're, we're good friends and you would call me and go, yeah, you're wrong. Yep. On certain things, right? You would call me out or a Justin Lucas or a Justin Atkins who was fishing then, Wesley Strader. Uh, I mean, so many of my close friends, close, I mean, compadre, Scott Suggs. What in the hell are you talking about this for? Why are you saying this? These guys are taking care of us. I heard all that yep. so many times. Y'all defended them. Yeah. did. You, you, against people in the industry like myself or sponsors that thought it wasn't a good idea where it wasn't feasible. Yep. And, and man, I just think that the, the really shitty part is, and I've said this before, and obviously is now you're getting the rug yanked out of, out from under you. Now that it's four years, five years deep, whatever it sucks. Yeah, It does suck. It sucks. It sucks for the 35. It, it does. does. Suck. I'm got- sure. And this is no knock on Jacob whatsoever. Jacob's not worried about it. Dustin Connell's not worried about it. Mark Daniels Jr. is not worried about it. Edwin Eber, some of the ones you named Dakota Eber, they're not worried about it. No, but here's here. But I'll say this: I'll say this. I'll look right at this camera and say this: they should be. Well, they should be because they should be. because this, of the guy they're oh, dealing. They're in bed with. It, it could be. Yeah, there there could be a, a a magic wand waved over the bass fishing world tomorrow and says you can make more money if the Bass Pro Tour consisted of Joe Blows <laughs> three people. One from every state of the union to represent their state, and this would be phenomenal for bass fishing. And we're going to change it up. We're going to take Patrick Mahomes out. We're going to reach up into the stands. We're going to throw the helmet on this goober. And he's going to throw Kelsey some touchdowns, and you're going to like it. Yeah, man. It's yeah. not. It's not far fetched when it's changed. And again, everybody has a right to change your mind. You got a right to try to change the business to make it effective, to make it profitable, blah, 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 blah. But when you were holding hands with that type of person that has no, I mean, no dams to give about what anybody thinks, obviously, because the arrogance won't fit in the entire freaking state of Tennessee that sits on that guy's shoulders, in my opinion. But it's it's if you're trusting that with your livelihood and your future, then you know what? So be it. But you better be careful. Better be careful. I rode this platform. I stood by the league. I stood with the league. I dealt with what I felt was tons of just asinine stuff, you know, conflicts of interest, uh, certain anglers getting certain treatment when it comes to rules and versus others you know finds the, the, the rumors about who got fined for this and who got caught doing that and blah 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 people like me and Andy Morgan's like man I just want to know what time to be there what flight I'm in and what time to check in and how long's the fish got to be here that's, yeah. that's why I applaud now 
I've worked with Brad and, and Al and you and Fat Cat at the MPFL. I applaud Brad. I applaud Brad for telling people this is where we're at. It's a 15 inch length limit. You blast off at seven. All right. If you have one too many in your live well and you get caught with it, you're going to lose that fish plus two pounds. You're going to be uh, one minute late for every minute you're late. You're one pound penalty up to 15 minutes. That's it. Hey, make sure that when you're live, uh, your big motor's running, that your live uh, life vest is on and your kill switch is safely attached. What ru- what rules am I missing? Yeah. I mean, and we, go, and, we, and we go bass fishing. We have yeah. bass fishing tournaments that what? people seem to enjoy being a part of. Yeah. What rules am I missing? Oh, by the way, make sure you have a fishing license for the state you fish in. Yeah. Because if you don't and you get caught, I might take your $100,000 back. Yeah. Oof. Ron Lampin. Do you remember Ron Lampin? Yeah. Best tournament director ever walked the planet. Hey, 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 hey. Well, I love Bill Taylor too. So, but uh, I miss Bill. I can prank call him tonight. Um, <laughs> Let's do it. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it through the software. Or we would for sure. Midnight tonight, call Bill Taylor. Be like, hello, hello, Bill. Hey, 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 buddy. Who, who is it? I said, Luke. It's Luke and James. Go find that episode, people. That's from like 20 freaking 19 or I don't know. It's somewhere. It's somewhere on the <laughs> Me, you, prank and Todd Castledine. Freaking prank called Bill Taylor. Well, hey, hey, buddy. <laughs> oh. I think that was 2019. Yeah, that was good. Maybe, gosh almighty. Oh. It's, it's out there somewhere. Dude. Oh my gosh. What are we missing here? What are we missing? I don't know, James. I feel I, like I, you have I mean really brought it. I we're getting less so group A and B again this year. No cameras on the first day of group A, no cameras on the group B first yeah. day. Uh instead of a 20 man cut to the knockout rounds, a 10 man cut. So uh, talking about social media and, and and all this instead of I think there's eight cameras a day instead of ten. I think that's a cut as well. Don't quote me on that one. Quote me on the yeah. other. Uh, just getting worse and worse and worse. Entry fees. There's no uh, there's no bankroll the entry fees this year. We got deposits. That. I don't know why that couldn't have worked out again. Uh, you know, when we got paid a $10,000 check last year from 11th to 40, 40th, you really got, what was it? $3,700 light Yeah. from, from 41st to, um, 41st to last, you know, it said that, that we were getting paid $3,700. Well, that the, the, the bank kept all that money. So this year, I guess we're not paying back all the places was what we were told why we can't do that bankroll. So we're going to come up with the 40, 50,000, whatever the, whatever the amount is, we got to give the league. You got to find it in a week too, by the way, Yeah, (laughs) two weeks from when you were told. Dude, two, I remember two years ago, we had not fished our second event. I might be a little wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure that we weren't at the second event yet 
and we had all of our entry fees had to be paid in full by that time. Mm-hmm. So if you got a company in town, that has got a reputation for not doing very well. Maybe, maybe somebody at the electric company just knows that they don't pay their electric bill and they're four years behind on their rent. And that leaks out to the general public and you go in there and you broker a deal with them. And they say, look, I, I know you want to buy this bag of beans and it's, it's, it's $4, but I need you to buy a hundred bags of beans at, for me. And next week I'm going to give you two times the amount of beans that I would <laughs> go ahead and pay me now. Next thing you know, next thing you know, they took your them beans and they're in Fiji drinking pina coladas and Miami vices. On my bean money. Dancing girls. Dancing girls everywhere. Are you shitting me? I'm supposed to trust you with my money? Yeah, right. Skip is going down faster than whatever. Hey, here's the deal at the bottom line with me. I'm just jealous I couldn't sell y'all 80 suckers something, too. (laughs) Sorry. I'm joking, obviously. But my gosh. My gosh. It's a mess, buddy. It's a mess. Error, open the recorder tab to learn more. What? That recording error, open the recording to tab. I, to I don't know. We're recording. It's still recording. It's on you then. It, it's, it's, probably showing not, it's probably not working. Probably didn't work yeah. the entire time. Oh, here's, here's what we didn't talk about. And you, you alluded to it at one point. Always, always, always thought that this was a real bad anchor for, for Boyd. I believe that Boyd's obsession to sink Bass's battleship far, farly, uh, just so hurt us. It hurt yeah. us. I say it. Yeah. The, wanted to sink Bass's battleship outweighed everything. And that was his focal point, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think that anytime you start a business out of spite, a revenge with that, the focus and not focusing on your overall product. Yeah. You know, and there've been a lot of successful businesses that start when people get pissed off and move, move, you know, onto another company. Yeah. But, uh, I don't think that's ever a good thing. Right. Well, I, he, he was, he was obsessed with balance. So I, uh, I regret the day not picking up the phone, calling Bruce Aikens and say, Bruce, will you take me uh, over on the Bassmaster Elites? I regret it. So, but to give credit where credit's due, the product that, that Wintercom put together in the selects helped me tremendously. And I expected the Bass Pro Tour and the Cups to continue to do that for me. And as of today, I'm making a hundred thousand less than I made four years ago. So, oof, oof, take that, James. And don't Watson. tell me, it's, don't tell me it's because I. Oh, you, oh, you just gotta catch them better. You gotta no. catch them better, James. James, all you gotta do is turn your head at some side fish, James, uh, and you can, you too, can be angler of the year, uh, James. One time before we go. Yeah. I appreciate your time. Give me one unbleeped 
F bomb right here at the end. One more. Ten. We got to. You got to be fucking kidding me, Luke. What? <laughs> he froze. <laughs> you literally blew out the Wi Fi. <laughs> Corbin. James Watson, everybody. <laughs> Guess who's coming to see you next week? Oh, Fat Todd. Fat Tad. And Ashama. And Jamie Caldwell from Black Rifle Coffee. My buddy Paul from Black Rifle Coffee. Michelle. Shelly. Shelly. Pub Mick Shelly. Shelly staying up the road here. Crawl Picker's coming up to see her. Staying up the road here. Uh, who am I missing? Coulter's got a buddy coming here, and my good buddy Dennis Beerhorse, eight time all the American. Beerhorse, yeah, yep. So, your old buddy Fitzpatrick made it again, too. He's going back to All American, too. Yep, so that's that's the crew staying right here at the Watson household. Wish I could show you my bathroom of the people that stay here, and how many people say one, one, one. My house is the luckiest place on the planet Earth when it comes to bass fishing. Guarantee it is. That's that's those. These are facts. Yeah. The Table Rock Grotto. Yeah. Where all the magic happens, baby. And I appreciate it, Luke. Appreciate you, buddy. Big time. James Worldwide Watson never disappoints. If you don't like adult language, then go back to school. Whew. I'm not sure Hank would have even done it that way, Bocephus. <laughs> but there you have it, man. I I. Listen, I uh, I have nothing but respect for that man for doing that because a lot of anglers uh, that I talk to in private conversations have those same comments uh, for sure, and they won't say them publicly for fear of being blackballed. James is uh, he's been a very successful businessman in life. He uh, he and 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 has done that by being himself has always done that by being himself and I, and he's unapologetically. So much like myself, I think that's why we get along. It's why we butt heads at times because we're always, you know, we're going to be the loudest in the room. That's just our personality type. So, uh, hopefully, hopefully you're not writing all of his crazy sponsors a letter saying he uses the F word too much, but I know that kind of thing can tend to happen in this day and time, but I appreciate James being so honest. I appreciate you low lifers tuning in on a very special yet again, Wednesday episode. Tomorrow, I head to Wisconsin on Friday. That will be day two of the MPFL. We will be going live at 8 a.m. Eastern time from Lake Lanier, myself, Fat Cat Newton in studio. Please tune in. It's going to be fun. Hopefully, we're going to get to plays with some more forward-facing sonar-type uh, technology to, to actually, if the guys are using it, and I can imagine in a spotted bass event in the fall, they're going to be. We're going to get to showcase some of that again, hopefully. Uh, you know, uh, tech technologically permitting hopefully that's the case and uh hope to see you all there i appreciate each and every one of you man absolutely be sure to support the sponsors that support the show and i'm gonna take you out not with dramatics not with dramatic music i'm gonna take you out with some of my music if i can find it i think i'd have these things queued up and i could you know but then it wouldn't be low budget would it it wouldn't be low low budget let's take you out with Let's see, 64, 64, see? Okay, bye. It's a long while.
chest full of lost souls and broke down misery. I'm out here tonight and I'm looking for my baby. You see, she left me standing right there neat that old. Inside. 